Hello guys, welcome to the fifth, we're on the fifth episode, aren't we? Fifth episode yeah. of Sitting on the Fence. So we're joined by Connor again, mate. I shouldn't have to say this, no introduction. No introduction needed. There well, you go, maybe mate. so. I was I wasn't one of the winners, you were. <laughs> I was on the winners last time, but we'll get into that just in a little bit. Um, just to recap, we are in a different space at the minute, aren't we? Mm. Uh, we're getting the new office set up. Uh, well, say Connor's getting the office set up. Um, but it's all in the construction, but... We've moved in. <laughs> We've moved in. <laughs> bit early, but moved in. A bit early, but we have moved in. Um, right. Well, let's just get straight into it. Sum your tips up in one word. Fall. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate on that? Fall. Um, I've got tips like, well, tip five or six horses and four of them fell. So. I can see three on here that have fallen. After the tweet I put out the other day. Oh, three or four fell, yeah. You had a few on the, on the day as well. Yeah, Chow Dice, just bad luck with him. Oh, well, he had two followers himself, didn't he? Um, yeah. One badly hampered on the ferro And uh, what was the other one? Alan, Alan, um, Alan, Philippe. Yeah, the one of Fergler Brands. <laughs> that, that didn't do too well either. I mean, they got backed in overnight, to be fair. Uh, I, still I think, think all of our tips were backed in overnight. I still think um, Jello would have won that. Yeah, um, well, I, I took the winner on that one, but yeah. um, we'll, we'll go on to that in just a little bit. So we'll start from the start. Um, so, Linkfield, it was a winter millions, of course. Uh, the owner of Ark was being interviewed by pretty much every outlet known to man. Weren't, uh, we weren't taking any criticism, was he? Um, um, a lot of things to say. He just he had a lot to say. He just, just thinks that his, well, he just thinks that. Ark's business model is correct, doesn't he? I mean, Jockey Club there is one of the players thing back into racing. And theirs is get a lot of racing on and take the profit, but they don't want to disclose what profit they make. Mm. So basically no one knows what the prize money should be. We all know the prize money is very low, but the prize money is the same, pretty much the exact same as it was 30 years ago, mm. which with inflation of stabling costs and food costs and everything else with the horses. Uh, makes what, it hard as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and what caught my eye was he was kind of, especially when he's talking to Matt Chapman, um, the presenter for ITV on the day. Um, he was pretty unclear about whether they would be actually racing uh, at Lingfield. Uh, obviously, they lost um, well, the, Matt the Chapman, racing premier, wasn't it? Well, Matt, Matt Chapman asked him straight away, "Do you think there'll be national hunt racing here at Lingfield and or racing at all?" Racing here all, and, yeah here uh, in Lingfield in 10 years time and he said well, I can't really answer that question but if I'm still here then yes so well, he doesn't really very unsure about the future of Lingfield to be honest because obviously he lost the racing premier well they're, they're uh, big well they're big meat they went to millions is now moving to Ascot and to Windsor isn't Windsor, it they've, Windsor, yeah. they've already lost the Oliver Championship finals which is at Newcastle good days racing now, actually yeah uh, I never went to Lingfield but the one at Newcastle is a good days racing so mm. Would be a loss to them. Yeah, like I say, we're going to have to tick off Linfield quick, uh, quicker, sooner rather than later. Sorry, because it, you never know; it could go under. I, hopefully, it wouldn't be under because it's a very historic track. It wouldn't be the first time a race course went under, would it? No, unfortunately not. Toaster being the key example of that. Um, across many more, Lincoln, uh, Manchester, they've all gone under. I mean, Manchester must have been hundreds of years ago now, mm, like decades well. ago. Um, but it'd be a big shame to see Linfield go because it's a uh, Quite a good track in terms of the all weather. Um, for all weather racing, for all weather racing, really. for all weather, all weather racing, they've got some decent. Got some decent, decent they've got, they've well. got the Derby trials there, haven't they? The 
which have produced Derby winners. Yeah, we've got the Derby winner, Derby winners, Derby trials. We've got a couple of decent. I mean, sometimes you like your racing, they've got like the odd race on there. Mm. It's like a decent handicap or something. It's not even that as well. I mean, obviously that's a big part of it, but they've also got some really good facilities. Got a really nice resort there as well. Um, I mean, that would just go to waste, wouldn't it? I mean, he he just thinks. Well, the, the, the I can't remember his, his name now, but the um, CEO of that just seems to think that the way racing is now is fine. Mm. When it's not, isn't it? The prize money isn't great, and it is costing more to keep horses, and it's it's not exactly viable to have them anymore, is it? No. For you know, at the higher levels, yeah, the money is getting slightly better, but at the lower levels, it's just staying the same. So yeah. I mean, you go to Wolves and uh, what is it like three grand for the winner, mate? Yeah, three and a half grand. If you're sharing that between ten years, a syndicate is you're barely getting three hundred quid for for a win. Not even that really, because you've got to take into account obviously the jockeys what they get mm. paid from the win. The bit goes to the trainer. Um, so travel, travel, exactly. Um, obviously, you get the day for free there, pretty much. Uh, well, you pay you, you know, pay your own prison declaration, don't you? Yeah, you do. Yeah. I mean, so this you all sort of thing paid for it, right? You have paid for it. Yeah. Even though it feels like you haven't paid for it, you have paid for it. Yeah, exactly. But like you said, it's for these big races, and it's getting slightly better. Obviously, we'd like to see it a bit higher, but um, for the a lot of work needs to be done on these lower yeah, you didn't class seem, races. I mean, obviously, that they're in charge of Sorrel and Wolves. I mean, Wolves is usually dead, isn't it? You just, oh yeah. Well, Lingfield and Kempton seem a bit different. I know Kempton's jockey club, but they seem mm. a bit different, don't they? But, yeah. I mean, I think Ark and uh, Jockey Club got two different feels about it. Obviously, you go to Aintree, it's... I mean, Aintree's one of my favourite courses. You go to Ascot, I think it's Jockey Club as well. Uh, yeah, so, I've so really, really nice facilities there. But then when you go to Ark, I think they just lack a little bit. Obviously, well, they may not be... Um, Doncaster, do a decent... Doncaster, yeah, to be fair, that is brilliant. They do a decent day at Doncaster. What they yeah. want to do, and they've got the oldest classic in the world there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're fortunate or unfortunate, I should say, with the, the facilities that they've been given in terms of what you're going to get the best out of your likes of the Wolves, the Southerls, uh, I think it's Foss Lass and Ark. Yeah. yeah Foss, you, what Foss, are you going to get, get to get out of that? I, How can you make them better? I just think some of them, they are, you can't have fantastic racing at every race course, otherwise there wouldn't be fantastic race courses. But like the, the likes of Doncaster have taken that on, obviously, and they are making it a bit of an Ark feel to it. The racing there yeah. should be really good. I mean, look at the meets they've got, the... So it led you to the futurity. There's all, there's the, for, the, for full four days of the the, the um, St. Ledger meet, and they're all good days. But then I understand they do race fairly regularly there, but some of it could be better. I mean, look at the likes of York. They only race half the year, and their race is brilliant. Mm. I know they're independent, but their race is brilliant, and they've got that 20 grand to the smallest pot they'll give. And yeah. you can't say the racing there. I, I mean, every race has got this for competitive. Mm. Every race, hundred percent. I agree completely. Um, ah, just speaking of, I'd love to go back to your. It's been year. I mean, it's been decades since I last went. Um, a decade over. Obviously, you've been there recently a few times, and you, you, you. Um, I can't speak today. Uh, you rate it up there with one of the best. Uh, it is yeah. probably the best. It is probably the best. Everything there, everything's perfect. Mm. You know, the full day they've got everything you need there. Everything's immaculately kept. Yeah, right in the town centre as well, near enough. It is, yeah. It takes you 10 minutes and you, you can walk to the town. Mm. And you just see the map people rushing up like Elsa to get in the pubs so after <laughs> it's like the first in. Get to exactly. But yeah. even the feel when you go into, if you stop the night in York the day before the racing, 
And you, I mean, I went and I thought, oh, let's go get a bit of breakfast before the racing. And you get in and half I say, people are in the pubs already. Mm. You know, there's a great feel. I mean, I know a lot of people think racing and drinking to bring it together, don't they? But yeah, you know, a lot of racing fans don't, but great atmosphere even before the racing started. Mm, there's a great atmosphere afterwards as well. People, the after parties like, like the Colonnade. Yeah, yeah, people in the suits in the morning having the breakfast and the pints and all that. And yeah, it's mm. great. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's when you know you're getting back into the flat season, you see all the suits coming out. I mean, for me, I kind of remark jumps, uh, jump season as your wax jackets, your, uh, your tartan, all that sort of stuff, your flat caps, and then you go into the summer and then you're in your suits. It's, it's two different feels about jumps and flats, but um, yeah, that's just our one take on the, uh, the whole Linkfield situation. Hopefully we do see racing there soon. Um, again, hopefully we keep seeing them uh, race there. We, know, we, we must have got about seventy fixtures still. Um, we don't. We don't have seventy-two fixtures. Yeah. Year. We don't want to see racing stop anywhere. No, no, definitely not. And when you compare it to the Americans, if you see Gulfstream, Finger Lakes, they just they feel like they're racing every day. I mean, like, I mean, whoever watched ITV racing on Sunday would have seen the interviews and the points we're making were really good. Like, well. Show have an independent um, independent audit. See what we make, and everyone puts a percentage of having a media rights or all collectively everything food ticket sales, everything drinks to, you know, and the whole lot into a pot. And whatever percentage you've got to pay, you pay. Mm. But like I said, for the likes of York, the media rights are only a small bit. Mm. So you know, the likes of Lingfield aren't going to be happy with that. And then the other hand, if it's all food and catering, the other side aren't going to be happy. So they're never going to meet in the middle and things will just stay the same. Yeah. But if they stay the same, do you reckon it will go under? Well, one or two of them are bound to. I mean, you only have to go to the likes of Southall, Wolves, and there's no one there. No. No, there isn't. I mean, obviously, with Southall uh, being flooded recently, being only open to the owners and trainers, that's not helped at all. Um, not helped the case. But, yeah, I mean, we went... Um, during the flat season, it was jumps on. I think there was about twelve people there. Yeah, there? it's not good. And two of them were us. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not. In in the winter, these tracks are great for flat trainers. You know, they get their asses out. So even the better ones that need to run, the young ones that need to run, but in summer nobody wants to be running at these tracks. So they never want no. to be going to the bet. Even even got a yam of you know, oh, guys there in summer. Yeah, it's a means to an end in the winter. Mm. You know, you you do it because you. So we've, both, we've both been to Yarmouth, haven't we? And, yeah. um, I went. I mean, I'm, this again, we're talking. I went a few years ago. You went um, summer. a couple of months. Yeah, summer. Some, in the summer. Um, a long but, old trek. Yeah, it's a long old trek. That one. Yeah, just seems so far out of the way compared to everywhere else. I mean, Newmarket's probably the closest one. That's the one. I mean, they, they. I I remember hearing they expect on a regular race day like two and a half thousand people. It's not. It's not bad, is it? That's not bad. I mean, if. Is that what they expect, or do, is that what it's they that's get? That's what we get. So, like, they expect to see two and a half thousand people, two thousand right. people. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Yeah, it's not too bad, no. No, it could be a lot worse. That's especially the revenue evening, coming in. A lot of, a lot of evening racing as well. There, so yeah, there is. Yeah, um, I mean that's just purely for flats, isn't it? That's that's yeah, not, yeah, that's yeah, not Trump's yeah. meat at all. Um, but yeah, that's our one take on that sort of situation. Trying to improve the attendances, the the winter millions. Uh, going on to the Winter Millions then, we'll just go into uh, our tips that we, uh, we tipped. Good tweet that though, wasn't it? You should rename it the, win- uh, the Winter 246k or something. It's like because yeah. <laughs> 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 they got cancelled. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, but yeah. Well, we'll go on to the, the so we missed the, well, we didn't miss the first race, but we did back anything for the first race. 
just seemed wide open. Um, it was the, I think Richard Hoyle said it was the fourth most expensive bumper in the country. Yeah. Uh, that was £21,000 going to the winner. Uh, winner was Paddy Brennan uh, on Tripoli Flyer. 15 to 2 start price. Trained by Fergal O'Brien. Ran very well. It beat the odds on favour at Kingston Pride at 8 to 11. Um, trained by Hendo and ran by De Boinville. Uh, just a quick one piece on that. Just just from watching it, I, f- I thought the favourite was fairly beaten. Yeah. It's, it's not. Fergal O'Brien will have him ready for whenever he thinks they're ready. It's not really easy. Keeps getting them, getting them ready. He saw twenty one grand on offer, and he took it. You're not going to get many, many hurdles that will pay that. A, yeah, so. I think he's a brilliant trainer. I mean, great trainer. Yeah, I don't think he's been spoken about enough. He's getting a few horses now that are um, showing you that as well. Mm. And he's smart as well. With nice his, uh, his Enos, one being one of them. He's got, been running on Sunday. Yeah, and he's got the other one as well. Like uh, Crambo. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a big field, wasn't it? So he's getting some horses that are uh, showing you how good he is. Mm. Good, hundred percent. So we're going on to the second race, the twelve forty at Lingfield. Uh, going back to hurdles here, bit of controversy in this one. Um, the winner we thought was going to go to Aston Martini, who crossed the line first. I mean, it was just by uh, a nostril, to be fair. Um, with James Bowen riding that for Nick Jensen, but the winner, the eventual winner, after it must have been a half an hour Stewart's inquiry, gone to Ooh Betty. Uh, ridden by Ben Jones, trained by Ben Clark. Um, there was, like I said, big big drama in this race. Um, very close up into the line. Uh, James Bowen kind of squeezes out Ubetty um, just before the finish line. I mean, they collided just over the over the finishing post. Um, if, in my opinion, very very reckless, very careful, uh, very careless. Sorry, uh, from James Bowen. Um, I thought the time that. They wouldn't turn it over just because they never usually do. But I, I thought I wanted them to because they should do. And they, and they did in the end. So I haven't really got anything else to say about that. I mean, great, great ride from Ben Jones, really. Mm. I mean, just uh, just another take on uh, the James Bowen situation. You got a two ba- a two day ban for that. Yeah, we didn't change his whip. Didn't change his whip. Didn't change his hands. It was the horse was drifting into Obey. And he still didn't change hands. And by the time that happened, it was too late. Because if he changed hands, it'd be enough <laughs> chucking Ben Jones off the arse. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, the, the interview that James Bowen gave after the race, Matt Chapman, <clears throat> I thought it was very... He said he, he was confident that he was going to win. Very confident that he wasn't going to get overturned. But you can't be riding like that if to get away with it. Uh, it deserves, I, I think, for me, it deserves a ban. I uh, think it should turn more of them over. Like that, because mm. oftentimes they just they don't they don't change them at all. So yeah, I'm glad they did. Well, I mean, so what our tips in this one? You mine was why not? Uh, it was seven to one. It saw a bit of money going into it. Um, I think it may have got lapped in the end. Pulled up, <laughs> it yeah. Got pulled up, yeah. It was the trainer couldn't um, give a proper answer to why it pulled up. Um, yeah. Horses just have some days where they just something's that's not right. Um, and, but, I mean, it was a very, very big surprise because the last two rides, it, uh, it won off the bridle. Uh, on the bridle, sorry, didn't didn't come off it. Um, Richard Patrick uh, was on the ride for that, uh, on the horse, sorry, for that. And, yeah, it's no explanation I probably could have give um, to why that was so bad uh, of a ride. You took uh, you took Manimal. Yeah, um, beating 20 lengths. Beaten by 20 lengths, uh, came fifth in the end. Sam's Wilson Davis squared, I like to call it, <laughs> jockey and trainer. Um, 
thoughts on that one? Thoughts on your tip there? Well, that's at the time. If it wins, it's a tip. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so not really my kind of race. Mm. Four at the price, and it was decent, but beating 20 lengths. Did, I think you tipped that at 14 to 1. It went to down 14 to 16 to 1, yeah, yeah, something like that. To be fair, I think mine was pretty much the same as when I tipped it last night. Uh, the night before, I think it was 7 to 1 when I tipped it, and then set off it. It's all a bit of money, to be fair. Uh, when, I think the lowest I was 5 to 1 mine. Um, but that's, I mean, that's racing, isn't it? You get, yeah. you get some winners and you get some that you don't. You definitely want my day anyway. Oh, well, if we're talking about this next race. We're going to talk about, first of all, Jello, which was your tip. It was 94 at the start of the race. I mean, this probably yeah, we marked a bad day one. for Charlie Deutsch. I think we tipped it at 5 to 1, didn't we? So. Yes, yes, we did. Um, I mean, didn't have any any sort of luck in that race. I mean, first fence, Dowell Jacob or Matata just, I mean, it feels like cuts off Charlie Deutsch and Jello. Um, I mean, there's not really much you could have done. Yeah, in my opinion, he's gone and won. Yeah, yeah, I think it would have as well. But the winner goes to Jono. I mean, I didn't ride it, but uh, <laughs> JPR won. Uh, tipped at seven, uh, I think I tipped it at thirteen to two on the podcast. Six to one, it's set off at. I mean, looks look. You're always going to do enough, really. He's always going to do enough to win. One for the Arkle. One for the Arco. I think I might be backing it as well. Yeah. I think I might be tipping that one for the Arco later. Beat Marie National. Has indeed. Has indeed. Who you reckon, dear? I think he could. Yeah. I think he, I think he could. I, 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 I love this horse. Um, <laughs> I love this, this JPO. It's such a nice type. And it's it's, it's back the forecast. Oh, my God. I might do. Oh, we might have to wait and see. We'll be doing, obviously, we'll be doing a show on Cheltenham. Uh, that might be a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> we might be uh, here for a few hours on that one, but... Um, yeah, JPR1 just did enough. I think it would have come second to Jello. Um, I do as well. But I've seen a lot of people back in Pembroke. I just don't no, quite I didn't understand. Never, never I, I didn't see the line. scope on that horse. I, I, don't, I don't really see why you would, but people did. But to be honest, I think I'd have definitely backed JPR1. Because I think with me and Connor, I think we back uh, horses on the price. Uh, I mean, we're not there backing favourites. Um, we, if there's like a four horse, five horse race and there's quite a clear outsider, I normally tend to back it because there's more value out of that, I think. Um, but I think six to one, I'd have been happy to have backed JPR on that one. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, I still think mine would have won. Mm. So, <laughs> so I haven't really got any other thought than that. I was fuming one night. I was off my seat. I was fuming about it. But that's just putting your money already, ain't you? You've got to run. Yeah. I was hoping for a um, what's them payouts to give? Just his payout, just, yeah. <laughs> just just his money back. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh my god! No, well, it's, it doesn't get any better in this next race, does it? Because I think we know tip for our bamboo. Yeah, same again, same, again. same owners. I mean, at this time, you probably, could have, you probably couldn't have blamed Deutsch for that one as well. It was a great sit, the one it, but nah. just couldn't get any else back underneath him. Probably just guessed at the fence, and obviously. Um, lost designs, Jockey lost designs, and yeah, I mean, just a lot, not all sort of confidence out of him there. Good horse for Kim Bailey. Very, very good horse for Kim Bailey. First flow, the uh, the outsider winning that one. Ten, um, ten or eleven now. Ten, twelve. Hmm. Wow. Twelve. Wow. So nice they were going to retire it beforehand, but they yeah. kept it in training, and it's a good thing they kept it in training because he's got a one twenty six grand there. Um, I just want to touch on Saint Segali who comes second. Um, I mean, if this horse could jump, a fence properly, yeah. you you think it'd be a, a, 
be quite a good one. Um, trained by Jane Williams. Uh, but it's just, it's not a fluent jumper, is it? No, didn't, didn't look to be. No, it's, it's quite characteristic of the horse. It's, I mean, the past few rides, it's, it's struggled at any sort of fence given. I mean, it's unseated. I think it unseated the last, last ride before. Sorry, no, no, no. The 25th of November, Ascot fell. Um, but if that horse could probably jump a fence fluently, it would have a lot more wins under its belt, I think. Yeah, it would just want fluent at all. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're going on to... Oh, here we go. Uh, it's another unseated ride of O'Connor. And it's another... Mm. Oh, my nap of the day came in here. Nurse Susan. One mm, well by backed. a neck. Well backed. Well backed. Very well backed. Six to four. Ticked it at... Seventy-two, four to one. Yeah. On the on the potty. Um. I mean, it looks one two nine. It seems a bit lenient now, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> Yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, it didn't win. Um. Convi- well, it won convincingly, I thought, but it was. It was closer than it should have been. I think. Um. Ramo second. Uh. Venetia Williams getting another unlucky one there. Um. But uh, for me, posting that nap, I think it was just the best horse in the race. Like you said, one two nine was very lenient. Um, we're going to be seeing that horse win again soon, I think. Yeah, well, the, the handicap is going to have his say, but there's no reason why it can't go to win again. It's got two entries, I see, mm-hmm. coming up, 25th and 26th for Jan, Hunton, Sandown. So, maybe looking to go, 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 go up and trip a little bit. The Huntington's at three mile one furlong yeah. and Sandown's two mile four. Yeah, it's three mile one, maybe two actually. Step up in trip, I think it could suit. It's uh, it looked like a lot of energy in the tank. Um, that's just me, anyways. I mean, a step down in trip, I don't see why. No, I, would. I don't think you do see that. Why it would. No, I don't, I don't um, think you do that. Yeah, just to touch on Alaphilippe, then. I mean, we mentioned it earlier. Um, another non-finisher for you. Look, he looked to be going okay. Actually, I was getting quite excited about it. Mm. I will probably back it next time. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason why you wouldn't. Unseated rider, Paddy Brennan can't jump. It was a mistake. Um, <laughs> it was a mistake. Me and him have yeah. got some beef already. Um, Do you think you have a Bonte? Oh, Bonte. Bonte, money on Bonte. Bonte already paid me out last year, mate. I'm not bothered. Yeah, I mean, there was 200 either treble on, 230 riding on it, and Bonte looked to be the the winner at Cheltenham that day, and oh, he's second last. It just guess. <laughs> Weren't Paddy Brennan's fault. I mean, I was. Kept calling him every name under the sun that day, but um, yeah, was, on second, was third, on second and third reflection, it was yeah. I mean, definitely not Paddy Brennan's fault that one. Um, I don't think it was Paddy Brennan's fault this one either. No, because you come messaging, I was like, he's not done anything wrong. He can't do anything more than what he did. I know it's such a good ride up until that, but yeah, it's again these things happen. Don't I tell you, you can't, I remember now. Like, remember, I know Bonte because I was at Market Race on debut. That's how I mm. know. That's how I know Bonte. Yeah, and then I backed it to Cheltenham the next time. Do you reckon we'll be seeing that also at Cheltenham? Well, maybe in the handicaps. Maybe. Uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I mean, I, I'm I'm happy with that art. It's, it's probably paid me out. I watched it at Market Raising and watched it win on debut. Then I backed it to Cheltenham next time out at 22 to 1. So I was like. What was that? Oh, booyah! Yeah, fucking definitely a booyah, mate. Booyah, booyah, booyah favourite Orkham Risk as well. Orkham Risk, mate. Oh, oh. That, horse has, that horse has seen, that's seen its day, I think. I mean, oh, God. It looked to be one of the next best. I mean, one at Newbury, I think, didn't it? That's when I first saw it. Yeah. And I thought, hey, well, there's, there's no here. And then, I don't think it's done it since. <laughs> um, it's just been, just looked way out of its depth in every race since. Um, but, 
There we go. Uh, we're going on to the next race, three o'clock at Linfield. Uh, sticking on to Linfield. I mean, the home press. The 394 days off the racetrack. Yeah. Goes and wins by two and a half lengths. Grew into it. Yeah. Completely got better and better. I mean, that's what's one horse for the Gold Cup. I don't think it'll win the Gold Cup, don't get me wrong. But uh, if, each, if, it, if the price is offering each way, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah. Um, it wouldn't be my pick for the Gold Cup. To be honest, I think there's a few better horses out there, but each way you can't really look past that. I don't know. I don't know what odds it's now at for the Gold Cup. I know it was twenty to one. Uh, you'd probably be looking to see fourteens now. I think. I don't know. I'll look into that actually. Yeah. Because that is interesting. They can't have shortened him that much because it didn't tell you a lot. No. no. But I don't know. I, I like Lahom Press. I always have done. Yeah, I mean, we saw it at Newcastle, didn't we, for the fighting fifth? Yeah, you know? I always have liked Lahom Press. I, I backed him on Boxing Day when he ran King, King George. And I was mm. devastated when he, when he came down. Yeah, 100%. Brought down Charlie Deutsch. <laughs> He's yeah. sick of it now. Lahom Press, where is... He's just getting the, getting the odds up on the, for the Gold Cup. Yeah, 10 to, 10 to 1. 10 to 1, 10 to, yeah. 10, So I've shortened a fair bit. Brave man getting 16, so oh my God. <laughs> Uh, Harry, Harry Cobbs is not happy with that. Uh, not taking my money anyway, I know that. <laughs> um, so we talk about Protectorat. I mean, good ride. Drifted, good ride, but drifted like a barge before the start of the race. Yeah, 2 uh, to Drifted one. to 2 to 1. Um, I was surprised it f- um, led, to be honest, because it seemed better success um, uh, tracking, the, tracking the pack. Uh, but it, it, it seemed to be sort of jumping out. Yeah, well, there was obviously a plan. Take your lead and see what Lahom Press has got first time up, and even coming to what towards the second last, he was still going to ask a question. So fair yeah. enough. Yeah, good ride. Very good. Well, Lahom Press just too strong. I mean, Harry Skelton's in some form in a minute, as well as Dan Skelton, the trainer. Um, but be happy to see Protectorat come back. He's one of our favourite horses, isn't he? You've yeah, seen, like you've seen him way, way before anyone else did. Um, but we'll see that one um, come back. Uh, again, we'll see that one come back again. Mm-hmm. You're going to talk about Gary Moore and his clean-up of the Nationals. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, move the chain. I was looking at it before the start of the race and I was thinking, yeah, I mean, at 15-2, I'd be, be happy to take that for, for a win. Um, did back it. I mean, my tip, my, my, all of our tips pulled up. Pulled up. <laughs> Talk to Kananga, Fernil and hold that tort. Um, he was, he, not very he was good. Dr. Kananga's jumping again. I, I, that has got to be the re- He was going quite well. Mm. And then the, the jumping was terrible. I mean, he's whacked every fence he saw pretty much. Really. I meant to like jumps racing and be good at betting on it. And I couldn't even get one to finish <laughs> finish a race <laughs> about things. When the pressure's on, mate. Oh, oh. my God. Um, but yeah, move the chains. Kaylin Quinn, uh, three pound claimer, getting the win for yeah. Gary Moore again. Uh, the highly tipped animal from second there, um, Gavin Sheehan, 10 to 3. Um, he stayed on. I mean, not many horses did stay on that day, but um, yeah, I mean, if maybe if it could have had a better ride of things if they pushed him up the field a little bit. I mean, it didn't really seem to be. Seemed a tricky old race, didn't it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but um, that move the chain seemed highly tipped. He knows how to win a national, mate. Yeah. He knows how to win a national. I mean, I've, I want to talk a bit about the, the Grand National in a minute. Um, when, once we've got these out of the way, um, we'll move on to that one. But uh, the last race of the day, uh, my tip comes second. This Again, is a nice Kaylin, artist. Kaylin Quinn, uh, £3 claimer. Gary Moore, I thought he was going to do the double. 
This, if not, in this, the this is a nice artist. This is in the water side. In the water side. Drifted a lot. Dr- drifted. I mean, like, but this I, is saw, a nice I saw it with the night we, uh, we were tipping, and I thought, that seems like a big price for that. Seems like a big price. Well, it was 74 to 1. In the end. Um, yeah, and it just seemed possibly one of the best bets of the day, to be honest. Thinking back, absolute obviously, banker. hindsight. Absolute banker. Yeah. We were there at Aintree when he won in that bumper. Mm. And it looked good then. Yeah. But then you think, how's it going to It's a big old arse. You think chasing is probably the game. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's going well. Going very well. I mean, we'll go on to the last tip for you, Heltonham. Um, <laughs> no, going up to it, not a thoroughbred. No. <laughs> not a thoroughbred, no. like a thoroughbred. Um, but eighth place? <laughs> yeah, beating 45 <laughs> and a half weapons. Oh my God, that's not. It looked like it was going all right, that one. And then. And then it, I think it just. I didn't get hampered. I think it. Just couldn't find enough space. Too, too keen, I think, really. And mm. yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. But, Another one that was backed. It was all backed. The ones I tipped. All of them. Yeah. I think all the ones that I tipped as well got backed as well. Um, but it happens, doesn't it? Sometimes they land the bankers, sometimes they don't. Um, so moving on to Thurles then. Uh, there's only one race we need to touch on, and it is the Horse and Jockey Hotel Chase. It was absolutely teaming it down there. A lot of horses pulled out. Uh, you're speaking of Envoir and Capitano. Um, so it just ended up with be, it being a Mouse Morris and <laughs> Willie Mullins treble there. And he has got the, the tri-cast. Uh, Alaho finishing first, Statler finishing second. Appreciate it. <laughs> French Dynamite that, that tip of Statler when you could have got um, two places doesn't look too bad now, 18 to 1, does it? It was 66 to 1 when I last looked at it. Yeah, you know, we were, you know I mean? when we were first talking about the race last Thursday. Yeah, I mean, Sattler wants about 17 miles. And again, I think he would probably be my pick, going back onto the national, actually. He probably would be my tip for the national. But he just he just ride all week for you. Yeah, stays and stays, doesn't he? Stays, stays for about 10 miles, and I think he'll be fine for the Grand National. Uh, but what is this is this is what's divided opinion everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Um, I've seen Frankie Foster do a little poll on it um, on Race Day TV. Uh very disappointing, I thought, for Alaho. Mm, probably good enough to win a Ryanair. Probably. Uh, I would I would actually disagree with you, and I would be riding John Bon. I'll be on John Bon. John Bon, what be? Uh, John Bon, what, in the Ryanair? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. He'll be in the champion chase. You reckon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, just having, I'm, just having, I'm having a quick look at the Ryanair. I just don't think... That is the only race, I think, that GP of NS hasn't won. And now he's got a leading chance with John Bon. He's going to be going to the championship. You reckon so? Yeah. Well, if you okay, if we're going off that then, stage star seven to one. Oh, stage star, do you reckon? <laughs> I'm just looking at the answer. So this, this, oh, this this is an interesting betting market. This actually isn't it for, for the year right now. So you've got Alaho at two to one. You've got Bambridge at nine to two. Yeah. John Bon eleven to two. That. You've got stage star seven to one. Envoyle then nine to one. Appreciate it twenty to one. El Fabiola twenty one. He won't be going for that one. Uh, and then you've got Fildor, 22s. Go, go. Looking at Edward Stone at 25. Um, uh, I, will, I, just won't, I just wouldn't, for 2 to 1, I would not entertain Alho. No, I mean, you can't back him anti-post. You might, you'd sooner back him on the day. Mm. A, a little bit shorter, wouldn't you? And know he's going. Yeah. Bambridge, good ground. If he gets it, got a big chance, got to do. Uh, to, you know, if John Bond goes to the right there, I will be seriously surprised. Okay. All right. Just knowing that JP wants to win that race. And does he have any other horses in that race? No, not even going to win. No, no, Alpha no. in it. Well, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, um, 
yeah, I'm just looking down this list here. There's not many. Yeah, yeah I think we might as well be aiming for the champion chase. Well, yeah, you, want, you want to win it. But... Pick, pick Dorothy for the Ryanair. 25s. We're looking at that. We was looking at that one. I'll be alright. Fucking old protector at. Fast or slow's price up for it as well. Yeah, gold cup. Gold cup, definitely. Oh, yeah. your <laughs> racing on Saturday. This, this is just a, a lottery of a race, isn't it? What a belly race. Yeah, I mean, I won't be back in. Like I said, I won't be back. I won't even. Be, I mean, look at the, the quality of horses in here. I mean, Alho, if he's as good as he what he has been, he'll probably win it, and and like. That's saying something. He's been racing against a lot better horses than these. Mm. Yeah. Envoy Allen, yeah. Envoy nine to one. Yeah. I like the horse. Really like the horse. Um, maybe, like like you said, I won't be tempted to back anything for the Ryanair anti post. Be back backing on the day. Pick Dory. Uh, might back it now. You gonna back it now? Oh, might do. Oh, he's going in. He's, he's, going not, live, he's, on he's not live on the podcast. He's gonna have a bet. No, I might do. Yeah, <laughs> I might. Oh well. Yeah, but I, don't, I don't see why not because he's not going to go for the Gold Cup. Nah, shouldn't do. No, he's got to it. I don't know. He could price him up for someone else, but see if you can find better than twenty-five. Yeah. I mean, we're just talking about three six five here, but um, uh, well, well, we can move, we'll move on. We'll move on to the big race at Chelmsford then. Um, uh, to be honest, I was asleep when I watched this. I, I went to have an early night, um, but I woke up to Bosch winning it. That was tipped on the podcast yeah. at four to one. One at eleven to four. Ross Ryan in absolutely unbelievable form at the minute. Um I'm not gonna lie, did not watch the race. Don't know about you. Uh no, I just saw the result. <laughs> yeah, just saw the result on that one. I mean Guy Fawkes didn't even run in that race, I don't think. The one that we tipped. Um No, I tipped. Sort of yeah. come forth. It, that saw a lot yeah. of money going into it. I mean that was 30, 25 to one, I think. And then it moved into ninety two. He's seen the LA Francais here, sixty one now for the Turners. Is it? Yeah, it's not even... He's not even going to I mean, I, 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 yeah, but I'm sat on a 20 to 1 slip for it, and it won't even be going. I know it's not going to be going now. What's your cash out on that? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know, but... I, I'm sat on a 20 to, 20 to 1 slip for it, knowing that it'll be off to France with a gold cup there, and yet it's still priced up here at 6 to 1. If it does come, it's chill now. I'll be absolutely dancing. Yeah. <laughs> is it cash that out now? Oh, beating Gaelic Warrior going left-handed? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. Having a bit of that, he's oh, licking his lips. Again. I will be absolutely licking my lips. Right? Absolutely yeah. licking your lips. Yeah. Um, Retiring. So that's the tips then. So there were the tips from uh, Sunday overall. So my thinking, I was, was on the in the car on the way here. I was thinking maybe we do an Excel spreadsheet of obviously you know jockeys have got strike yeah. rates of uh, winning. Mm. I'd like to do oh, just another idea, just seeing if we can do one for for us. See mm. what strike rate we strike rate sound like Jonathan Moss. Um, see what strike rate we can get. I can't say that word. Um, we'll do like a monthly recap or something like that. But we'll start from February, I think, with that one. I'll try and figure stuff out for that. Um, but is there any sort of races that are catching your eye uh, leading up to next week? The, to Thursday? I mean, well, we'll, this week, this yeah, week, the, this week's racing. Week. This week's race. It feels like when you see the entries come today, you just made you think racing is back. Racing is on, back on Saturday. Like racing is back. I mean, you've got some good cards. We are, we're off to Donny, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, stay tuned for that. We'll be doing a, that, yeah. I'll be doing a like a, like a vlog of the uh, of the day there. Yeah. Uh, we've got a few of our mates going. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a laugh, isn't it? It's gonna be a laugh. Yeah. We'll try and get some winners. I mean, we'll be uh, doing our 
research on Thursday, but we're bringing you the tips. We work with fucking Galar anyway, I can tell you that. Oh my God, though. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke about this on the pod before. Oh, no. But just something that I wanted to touch on. Is there any sort of races that catch your eye between now and Thursday? Since now and Thursday. Now and Thursday. Um, not particularly. No, it'll all be about Saturday this week for me, I think. Yeah. With, with Cheltenham and Doncaster. I mean, Mullins is bringing over some nice horses if he, bring, if he does bring mm. them over. So, yeah, I was just looking at Wednesday, you've got Lowry's Bar at uh, Chepstow, priced up at two to one. I mean, Lowry's Bar paid out for me a few times. Uh, you've got Jimmy the Digger or Catrick. Yeah. I know all that goddamn horse. Your old mate. Oh, that's not my old mate. No, I don't like it. Um, what it did to me at Aintree that time, I still can't trust it. Um, Thursday, you're looking at Gowran Park. Some nice uh, racing at Gowran Park. You've got like Coco Beach there. You've got Ashdale Bob. Some decent racing at Sandown, Sandown on the. Uh, got Monkfish there. On, you got Monkfish there at Gowran Park. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Devil's Coachman. Yeah. And it's all in the same race. Yeah, some decent racing at Sandown as well. Uh, Friday. Uh, you're looking at Friday. Yeah, decent racing at Sandown. Yeah, let's gonna have a quick look at that now. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. You've got a class, a few class threes in there, um, and then. Pretty much all weather, Sedgefield. Um, yeah, that's, that's class four, class five. I don't know. I don't know if if Codebreak is going back to Wolves on uh, on Friday. Actually, we won't be seeing Jason Hart on him many times. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh god! Uh, I, I think I think I saw that he was, but whether he is, whether it's changed, last just, minute just, just imagine it. Oh my I god! Just imagine it. Yeah, I, 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 I could have easily done. Yeah, just, just dreaming about him winning. That'll be all right, wouldn't it? See yeah. win. Um, but, yeah, like you said, the tips will come out on the Thursday. We'll, we should have prices for them at the time. No, yeah, they add to the races, and then we'll just give a, a uh, educated guess at the rest of them we like and got prices. Mm, 100%. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to touch upon on this podcast? No, no, just just I'm happy that... Oh, it's Thursday, Codebreaker. Thursday? Yeah, oh, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. So we'll... Thursday at Or Newcastle. Gets <laughs> <laughs> both. Yeah, get, get for both. Yeah, so you probably will be riding somewhere on the Thursday then, you think? Yeah, I'll be going. I'll probably back him. I'll, I'll probably back him, yeah. There we are. But I think this is where we, we end the podcast today. Yeah, well, it's going to talk about Liverpool winning yesterday. Oh, we're going to go on to football talk. Uh, yeah. Well, Nunes has found the under bag. Twice. Twice. Jota. I mean, what was the final score? Was it 4-0? 4-0, yeah. 4-0, yeah. I mean, I your 12-0 prediction was a third of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of didn't request a bet, didn't I? Yeah, you, you requested a bet on bet 365 and... 12-1. Uh, 12-1. <laughs> <laughs> Bookies got scared and didn't want to pay out. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't want to give me a price. It's yeah. about the trade decision. Yeah, <laughs> trade decision. Yeah, that's what I said. Scared. No, <laughs> but scared. I messaged you, didn't I, when Jota scored his second. I was like... Jota needs to teach Nunes I'll take the onion bag every once in a while. And then he went and well, scored. he found it yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, then he went, then he went and scored. Liverpool looking, looking good. Salah, that, that Nunes has come through. The injury's looking worse than we thought. Yeah. Not going to matter if Nunes continues on like he is. No, it won't, will it? Um, no, I'm no. just looking when Arsenal are playing next. I'm not too sure. Oh, they're out of it. Don't we, don't we play you in two weeks? Oh, my God. Uh, at, your, at your place? I hope not. I think we do. I'm just having a quick look now. Yeah, I think we'll play you in like two weeks at your, at your ground. Oh, if it's at our ground, we'll win. We've... <laughs> oh, come on. So we've got Forest we on the 30th. We've got Forest on the 30th, and then we've got, then we've got you lot on the 4th of February. 
Um, we should have been. We should have been in Ireland. Training ground exercise. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I wish we was in Ireland. That would been a right laugh. That would have been a laugh. I mean, you... when we went to Ireland, we lost to Burnley. Yeah. Oh, it was Everton. Oh. That would been a right laugh. Few bankers, and then what do you get battered? Oh my god! <laughs> it just reminds you to a Buffalo soldier. Oh, god, that's awful. That. And then it comes on public. Oh, Buffalo soldier for two and a half grand on the Acker. And then it goes loses, and then what they have the absolute nerve to do in the pub, play <laughs> Buffalo Soldier. Take the piss. Couldn't believe the nerve of it. That's yeah. what got me. Sick of it. <laughs> I haven't been able to listen to it since. I love that song. Oh my God. <laughs> well, that's, I think that's it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, thank you very much again, Connor. Yeah, Liverpool battering Arsenal. Yeah. 1 1 draw. 1 1 draw. <laughs> one, one draw. I'll take a 1 1 draw. It's probably. I bet you will. <laughs> So we'll catch you again on Thursday. Uh, obviously, we'll give you tips for Doncaster um, and any other tips we'll, we'll, we see on Friday. We'll Sunday. try to give one for each race, Donny, considering we're going. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, we try, we gave one for th- uh, Blinkville, didn't we? So Yeah, we'll try um, to give one for every race, Donny, considering we are going. Yeah. Uh, we'll try and put some betting slips up on Twitter as well. It's yeah. at John Racing if you're not following already. Um, and yeah, thank you very much for listening. And like, subscribe, and fucking booyah.